Welcome to the Old Time Radio Hour. I'm your host, Justine Ward, and each week we bring you a classic show from radio's golden age. For the next two weeks, in honor of the all-American holiday of Thanksgiving, we have some special shows. This week we have a comedy and variety Thanksgiving with Command Performance and Fountain of Fun. Fountain of Fun was a syndicated show sponsored by Mars Candy Company with Mars Bars and Milky Way. This wartime comedy makes fun of rationing and adds some skits and songs into the mix. Enjoy Fountain of Fun, Turkey Rationing, first broadcast November 22, 1942, on WLW Cincinnati for syndication. Mars Incorporated, makers of Milky Way candy bars, invite you to the Fountain of Fun with Fraser Thomas, Old Doc Fiddle Faddle, and Toby Tuttle. Hey, Toby, I hear you won something on a pinball machine downtown, but you were very disappointed. Oh, that's right, Tommy. Well, how come you're disappointed? Well, Doc, if I'd have got 40000 on that pinball machine, I'd have got a whole turkey. Yeah? 30000 the drumstick. Yeah? 15000 the wings. Well, what'd you get? 4000 and I don't like that part. <laughs> With a song by Norman Ravel. Oh, no, why? There's no sun up in the sky. Stormy weather. A song by Mary Jean and Betty. Shoo, 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 baby. Shoo, 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 baby. And music by Bill Davis and the orchestra who opened the program with Thanksgiving. delightful taste adventure whenever you're in the mood for an enjoyable pick-me-up, try a luscious Milky Way. You'll be thrilled with the unusual quality found in this delicious candy bar, but still more, you'll be happy to find how quickly a Milky Way bar satisfies hunger, helps lagging energy return. A completely enjoyable taste treat awaits you each time you unwrap a fresh Milky Way. As you take that first luxurious bite, the pure milk chocolate coating a layer of smooth, creamy caramel and the luscious center of chocolate nougat flavored with real malted milk melt into the thrilling taste blend found only in a Milky Way. When you crave good candy, eat a Milky Way. planning on having Thanksgiving dinner this year? Oh, I don't know, Tommy. I was invited to my Aunt Bertha's, but I don't think I'll go, even if she is having turkey. Turkey? Gosh, I didn't think anyone here at home would be having turkey this year. They need so many for the boys in the service. How come Aunt Bertha's turkey didn't go to the Army? He's a pre-Pearl Harbor father. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and if you're a turkey in one of those, you're old. <laughs> no kidding. Is this turkey of Aunt Bertha's really so old? Is he old? Yeah. Why, when that gobbler was an egg, he was rolled on the White House lawn by Mrs. McKinley. So I think I'll have my Thanksgiving dinner at a restaurant. Uh, maybe invite that pretty Miss Muffet girl along. She likes turkey. Mm-hmm. So do I. Turkey's my favorite side dish. You know, mm-hmm. last Thanksgiving I had such a big turkey dinner, I looked like a turkey. <laughs> yeah, you can still see the stuffing. <laughs> well, maybe so, but you know very well that here lately I've been eating like a bird. Yeah, and that's an awful messy way of eating stew. <laughs> Gosh, I hope I can date Miss Muffet. It'd be wonderful being with her, eating turkey. You like the neck? Sure, but not while I'm eating. Oh. Oh, you mean the turkey's neck? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like the wings, too. Do you like the back? Well, how far back? 
I don't mind getting part of the fuselage just so long as I don't get the tail skin. <laughs> Hi, kids. Hello, Tommy. How's everything, Toby? Hello, boss. How are you today, Doc? Oh, tickety-boo, Bucky, tickety-boo. Mighty busy, though. Got to get over at the Fallen Star Hotel after a bit and help wedge a new border in Room 14. It's really crowded at the hotel, huh? I'll say it's crowded. Doc's been living in one of the dumb waiters. <laughs> in one of the dumb waiters? Gosh, that's terrible. Oh, it ain't so bad, Tommy. Wouldn't mind it a bit if them two roommates of mine was clean about the place. <laughs> hey, just thought of something else I gotta do. <laughs> gotta get down to the railroad depot and watch a train full of gal sailors pull in. Oh, you're gonna wave after the engineer? No, engineer after a wave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then I gotta get over to the Winterblakes for tea. You like to go to tea, don't you, Buster? Me? Oh, sure. There's nothing I like better than tea. Afternoon? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking about the widow Blake, Doc, uh, is that where you're going to have your Thanksgiving dinner this year? Yeah, you know, I'm going to win a turkey in that raffle my lodges are running. You kids don't want to buy no chances, do you? They're only ten cents apiece. Three for thirty-five. Three for thirty-five? Yeah. You see, the lodge is trying to discourage gambling. <laughs> Look, Doc, how do you know you're going to win the turkey? The raffle's fixed. You see, they're trying to discourage crooked gambling, too. <laughs> Have you seen this turkey you're going to win, Doc? Sure. Got him outside the store right now. Here, just wait a minute. Hey, come on in, Hildegard. Hey, there's a healthy-looking bird. Yeah. You wouldn't think he had one foot in the gravy, would you? <laughs> Well, I guess I better call Widow Blake and tell her what we're going to have for Thanksgiving dinner. Hello, operator. Give me Central One Zero Nothing Not. <laughs> hey, hey, Hildegard, get away from them shelves there. First thing you know, you'll knock all them heavy jars and things down and flatten yourself out. Oh, hello, Smoochums. This is Pooh Chickens. Hey, do you like uh, turkey roasted? You do, huh? Do you like turkey baked? Oh, you do, huh? Hey, Hildegard, let go! <laughs> hey, Smoochum, do you like turkey hash? <laughs> Tune of the times that Mary Jean and Betty have for us today. Shoo, shoo, baby. Shoo, 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 baby. Shoo, 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 baby. Bye, 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 baby. Your papa's off to the seven seas. Don't cry, baby. Don't cry, baby. Bye, 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 baby. When he comes back, we'll live a life of Shoo, shoo, baby, shoo, shoo, baby. 
Fun, fun, pharmacy, Toby Toto speaking. Oh, hello, Mrs. Updike. What's that? The price of turkey. <laughs> well, I really don't know, but there's a butcher shop down the way that's selling roast turkey, and their price is rather high. Yes. If you want 50 cents worth of white meat, the butcher just rubs a piece of Kleenex over the turkey, and you get what sticks to the fuzz. <laughs> Gosh, Toby, there you were talking to Mrs. Updike, and look who's coming toward the store. It's a niece of hers. That youngster up there? Is that Mrs. Updike's niece? Yeah. Nice-looking 14-year-old, isn't she? Yes, but I'll bet, bet she's gone high society already. You know, one of those, yes, auntie dear, I'll be glad to pass the caviar. <laughs> well, hello there, little lady. Mr. Thomas here tells me you're Mrs. Updike's niece. What can I get for you, dear? Give me a package of Beeman Peps and chewing gum, please. <laughs> you could use a little gargle, too, couldn't you? Never mind the irrelevant side commentary. Wait on me. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, young lady, but we're all out of gum. Then let me have some mail pouch. Yeah, mail pouch. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> Oh, you don't have to worry. It's not for me. Oh. It's for my aunt. Well, that's different. I... Your aunt? This one has she been chewing tobacco? Just since her pipe broke. <laughs> Look, little girl, what's your name? I'm not going to tell you. Why not? Next thing you want to know is my telephone number. Oh, don't be... <laughs> don't be silly. <laughs> Now I know what happened to my nail file. <laughs> Look, little girl, don't be silly about me wanting to know your name and telephone number. You're just a sweet, innocent child. <laughs> uh, excuse me, young lady, but are you just in town to visit your aunt? No. My aunt said she would bring me here to send me to a private school. Well, that's nice. That's what I thought, but she double-crossed me. What do you mean? There's not a private there. Not even a Boy Scout. <laughs> Charming little hoodlum, isn't she? Yeah. <laughs> how do you do? How do you do? How do you do? <laughs> Hello there, Mr. Twitchum. How are you? How are you today, Twitch? Full of vim, vigor, and vitality? Just loaded. I know that, but what about your vim, vigor, and vitality? <laughs> <laughs> what have you got in that box you're carrying there, Mr. Twitchum? Oh, yes, the box. Gentlemen, I have here a rare collection of Thanksgiving Day greeting cards, which I am prepared to sell to you at a great financial loss to myself. Well, why take a great financial loss? Oh, I don't know. I just feel so mean today I want to cheat myself. <laughs> uh, listen to this beautiful verse, which I, Rudolph J. Twitchum, created. <clears throat> Because turkeys are scarce as elastic, they've had to take measures quite drastic. So don't think it very fantastic if your turkey this year tastes like plastic. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely thought, isn't it? Believe me, gentlemen, that is verse. It's verse than anything I ever heard. <laughs> Have you got any more cards, Mr. Twitchum? Oh, yes, indeed. Here's a charming one. <clears throat> We'd like to have turkey at our house, but they're scarce, and you know I'm not bluffing. So this year, with no bird to stuff full of stuff, we're stuffing the stuffing with stuffing. <laughs> Do you like that card? Only if it has Betty Grable's picture on it. <laughs> Here's one that I myself am sending to all my relatives and friends. Listen. <clears throat> In arithmetic, they taught us that pi was equal to 3.1416, and I'm quite sure that is true. I hope you have pi for Thanksgiving. As for me, what I hope you will do is give me some pi plus 0.8584 so that I may then have 3.2. <laughs> hey, here's one that's okay. Yes, uh, that's the one about the boys in the service. How does it go, Toby? It goes... <clears throat> our, boys, our boys can't help mother roast turkey or help grandma fry filet of moose. But they are a great help this Thanksgiving, for they're all helping cook Hitler's goose. Oh. 
Well to the front in the scrapbook of modern melody favorites is this selection Norman Ravel sings for us. Stormy Weather. Don't know why There's no sun up in the sky Stormy weather Since my gal and I ain't together Keeps raining all the time Life is bare Gloom and misery everywhere Stormy weather Just can't get my poor self together I'm weary all the time The time So weary all the time When she went away The blues walked in and left me If she stays away, old rock and chair will get me. All I do is pray the Lord above will let me walk in the sun once more. Can't go on, everything I had is gone. Stormy weather, since my gal and I ain't together. Keeps raining all the time. Keeps raining all the time. Hey, Tommy, where's Penelope, our dishwasher? I haven't seen her for hours. Oh, she's in the back room. Oh. Uh, Penelope! Penelope! Here I am. Hi. <laughs> what have you been doing? Oh, I was just looking at the cartoons and the comical strips in the funny paper. Well, that's a good place to find them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, where have you been for all these hours? Well, it takes me a little while for to understand the funny papers. Are you looking forward to a nice Thanksgiving, Penelope? Yeah. We're all going out to Uncle Benji Bugle Boxes. The whole family is going to have a gathering of the pans. You mean a gathering of the clan? When our family gets together, everyone's put on the pan. <laughs> My boyfriend's going to be there, too. You know, Duty Frenfra. Oh, yeah. He's the one that's supposed to be a college boy, isn't he? What a nitwit. I'll bet I have more education than he has. I went to college three years. That's nothing. Judy's gone to every grade in school for three years. <laughs> what a character. Now, what does your family think of Judy, Penelope? Oh, Mom and Papa's very fond of Judy. They like for me to go around with a moron. They like for you to go around with a moron? Yeah. They think it is nice for me to associate with people who are smarter than I am. <laughs> Yeah, it's very stimulating. Anyways, Judy is very good looking in my opinion. In your opinion? Well, that's what makes horse racing. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, your dream man's coming in now, Penelope. Joni looks snappy. So collegiate. He looks like something out of Esquire. Yeah, throwing out. <laughs> uh, is this a fountain of fun for, Missy? Well, what does the sign on the door say? Vote for Wendell Wilkie. <laughs> Don't know whether to take that sign down or have it repainted. <laughs> oh, there you are, Penelope. Gosh, you're a fright for sore eyes. Gee, that's the first nice thing anybody said to me all day. How are things on the campus these days, Judy? Oh, hotsy-totsy. I'm taking a course in physical culture. Uh, building yourself up, huh? Yeah. Every morning I get up. And then what? Then what? It's pretty good for a starter, ain't it? <laughs> I don't like to criticize, Duty, but I've heard that you spend a lot of time in pool rooms. Uh, I'm giving that up. That's good. Well, you know, Tommy, uh, bowling alleys and pool rooms aren't like they used to be. Nowadays, they have them all fixed up fancy. Mm, well, that's true. These days, they look like beauty parlors. Yeah, well, that's just the trouble. 
The other day I had some time to kill, and I went into one and asked for an hour of pool. <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> they gave me a bubble bath. <laughs> Norman Rebell joins with Mary Jean and Betty to recall an ever-lovely memory of the mid-twenties. Sleepy time gal. Sleepy time gal. You're turning night into day. Sleepy time gal. You've danced the evening away. Before each silvery star fades out of sight. Please give me one little kiss. Then let us whisper good night. It's getting late, dear, and your pillow's waiting. Sleepy time, gal, when all your dancing is through. Sleepy time, gal, I'll find a cottage for you. You'll learn to cook and to sew. What's more, you'll love it, I know. When you're a stay-at-home, play-at-home, eight o'clock, sleepy time, gal. yesterday, Tommy, and was it crowded? I finally got to the turkey counter, yeah. I bought one, I threw it over my shoulder, started down the street. <laughs> On the corner, a policeman stopped me and asked me where I was going. I told him I was taking the turkey home for Thanksgiving. <laughs> he said, you better take that back, bud, that's the butcher you got there. <laughs> yes, sir, it's a tough year in some ways, all right. Guys, Tommy, I'd have liked to have been around in the time of our country's first Thanksgiving, in the pioneer days. I should have been one of those early settlers, like Miles Standish. What a leader of men I'd have been. I can see myself now, Captain Miles Tuttle. There I'd be, talking with the governor on affairs of the state. Captain Tuttle, I've summoned you here for a very difficult task. Yes, Governor. Corporal Thomas and I are ready for anything. Well, if you succeed, you're going to be against great odds. You'll be outnumbered. Your opponents will be skillful, strong, and brave. You know, so far they have ferociously conquered all who have opposed them. Please, Governor, don't make us play against Notre Dame. <laughs> or the Iowa Seahawks, either. <laughs> no, sir, I decided to proclaim next Thursday as Thanksgiving. Are you sure that's when you want to have Thanksgiving? Now, I'm the Governor, and I'll have Thanksgiving any time I want it. Mm-hmm. You can tell this happened before the New Deal. <laughs> I've chosen next Thursday because it's my wedding anniversary. I want you to go out and get a wild turkey so I can celebrate. Why kill a poor turkey? He didn't have anything to do with you getting married. Why, <laughs> such a thing for you to say. My boy, you never know what happiness is until you get married. Yeah, then it's too late. <laughs> of course, marriage does present problems. You know, lately my wife's been staying up till 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. What does she do, go to nightclubs and parties? No, she wakes up for me. But never mind that now. I want you to go forth on a hunting expedition for wild turkeys for our Thanksgiving feast. Yes, Governor. And as you know, you'll have to go through Indian territory, and if you should meet any Indians... Yes? Well, you remember that we gave them $24 and a barrel of whiskey for the island of Manhattan. Yes? Well, uh, see if you can get back some of the whiskey, will you? Because, you see, my ration card's all used up until December. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Governor. Corporal Thomas and I are off for the wilderness. We'll be back with plenty of turkeys, or my name isn't Bob Hope. Well, your name ain't Bob Hope. Yeah, you better have some baked beans warmed up, just in case. (laughs) 
Somebody paid you nice, Thomas? <laughs> Here we are out in the vast wilderness, Thomas, far from civilization. Captain, how do you find your way around in these uncharted lands so far away from every familiar landmark? How do you do it? Oh, I just wait till Mrs. Roosevelt comes along and follow her. <laughs> Ah, these woods are filled with dangers. If something should happen and you're unable to defend yourself, lie down and play possum. Do what? Play possum. Don't you know what a possum is? When things get tough, it lies low and seems to be dead. Then unexpectedly it comes to life, more active than ever. Oh, sure, like a Republican. Yeah. <laughs> Look, turkey feathers behind that tree. I'll sneak up and bop that turkey on the noggin. Be careful, Captain. There, I got you. Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> oh, gosh, an Indian. I'm sorry, Mr. Indian. I thought you were a turkey. Uh, why do you wear those feathers on your head? To keep, keep my, my wig warm. <laughs> hey, how did you hear that joke way out here in the wilderness? Major Bo's unit. Gee, <laughs> many Christmas were surrounded by Indians. Yeah, and they're on the warpath. Listen to those blood-curdling war hoops. Say, Mr. Indian, how come you're not yelling with the rest? Oh, me no give a hoop. <laughs> uh, I'm afraid we're goners, Thomas. Who is the chief here? Uh, I am the chief. You're the chief? Yeah. That's good. I've ridden on your train several times. Ookla! I am chief running water. These are my sons. Hot, mm. cold, mm. and Luke. Mm. I suppose those two over there are clean and dirty. <laughs> What are you going to do to us? Uh, I must scalp Pinsy. Gosh, our only chance is for the governor to send help. Silence. I can't hear smoke signals. <laughs> Look. <laughs> Look, Captain, they're sending smoke signals from over there. Yeah, I wonder what they say. What is it, Chief? What do they say? Oh, over and over. They say the same thing. L-S-M-F-T. L-S-M-F-T. <laughs> Well, maybe when they finish the commercial, they'll play Pistol Pack and Mama. Hey, time has come. Time up. Oh, please, Chief. We're done for unless the governor sends help. Look, Thomas, airplane. The governor is sending help by plane. Look, there's dozens of them. But, Captain, it's impossible. There aren't any airplanes in 1621. Shucks are gone. You and your big education. <laughs> But look, Captain, here comes someone. It's a girl, an Indian belle. I wonder what she wants. Father, Father, let pale faces go. Please, let pale faces go. No. Please, Father, I beg of you. Oh, darn it, all right. I never get to have no fun. Let them go. I cannot refuse my daughter anything, because she is the belle of the tribe. Gosh, what a beautiful belle. Gee, that was a close call, Thomas. What do you know? Just when we were done for, saved by the bell. <laughs> One thing of which you may be sure is that you'll always enjoy the rare, delicious taste of a Milky Way candy bar. The famous taste blend found only in a Milky Way is made exclusively from the finest of pure quality ingredients. Thus, rare goodness and vital nutrition come to you in one delicious package. Just wait until you open that crisp wrapper and bite into the thick milk chocolate coating, the layer of golden smooth caramel, and the luscious center of creamy chocolate nougat, richly flavored with real malted milk. It's a truly delightful taste sensation. So when you crave good candy, eat a Milky Way. Mars Incorporated, makers of Milky Way candy bars, invite you to visit the Fountain of Fun again next Sunday at the same time, 5 o'clock Central Wartime. Attend the broadcast in person, won't you? For tickets, write the ticket department, WLW Cincinnati, Zone 2, Ohio. Next week, Norman Ravel, Mary Jean and Betty, Phil Davis and his orchestra, Old Doc Fiddle Faddle, Penelope Bugleboxer, and Fraser Thomas will all be here, along with Toby Tuttle. So you'll be here too, won't you? Bye now. See you next Sunday. Austin Williams speaking, this is the nation's station.
You're listening to the Old Time Radio Hour, broadcast each week over the World Wide Web with your host, Justine Ward. Next, we have a show from the series Time Magazine called The Best Wartime Series. Command Performance is a variety program created to bring the very American holiday of Thanksgiving to American servicemen around the world during World War II. Dinah Shore, Harry Von Zell, and a whole host of talented performers bring sentimental songs, skits, and lots of laughs to homesick servicemen in this Thanksgiving special. This is Command Performance Thanksgiving, first broadcast November 23, 1944, on Armed Forces Radio Service. From America, greetings on Thanksgiving Day, 1944. This is Lionel Barrymore, men. Your old collection of hash marks. And they've put me here at the head of this Thanksgiving table to dish out the entertainment vittles to you fellas overseas. By way of an appetizer, Percy Faith and the orchestra are offering a medley of tunes as American as a hot dog and a ham sandwich on rye. Music from America, North, East, South, and West.
folks around the table for Thanksgiving. And we are mighty pleased this particular member timed a trip abroad so she'd be back with us today. Dinah Shaw.
if I have to say so myself. And I guess I'll have to say so myself. <laughs> this is a pretty good dinner. Oh, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. Strange how it all started, isn't it? Tell us a Thanksgiving story, Wally. Oh, for well, that's done it. An after-dinner storyteller, you probably will do card tricks, too. <laughs> you talked me into it. Well, it started a... <laughs> Way back in the... There was a boatload of pilgrims. They left from the... Uh, they landed at a... They were poor. They didn't have any... Uh, they were on the rocks. There were hundreds of them. They were all trying to... But there wasn't enough room. I mean... Uh, how could they all fit into one Plymouth? Diner was very serious. Everybody worked. There was one fellow worked like a... His name was John Smith. The one and only John Smith, but he branched out. Well, look at the telephone book now. Boy, that Smith guy, he really got around. He liked to travel. He was a... He was a hitchhiker. He took a ride on a... He went as far as... He went up to the... He was right in the middle of a... He was lost. He had a check, only he couldn't get a cash. The banks were closed. I mean, they always are on Thanksgiving. Ah, that first Thanksgiving. What a crowd. Oh, wait. What a crowd. What a crowd. More people. More people were trying to... You couldn't even park your... And in those days, they didn't have any. I mean, it... Every... Everybody came. Even the Indians came. They had a reservation. Thank you, Dinosaur. Wally Brown and Harry Von Zell. And now, gang, here's another neighbor who's dropped in on us for a free drumstick. John Charles Thomas. The chorus and I would like to sing the beautiful old Dutch traditional hymn of Thanksgiving. Or you may know it as We Gather Together... To ask the Lord's blessing. Just after dinner. 
and we find ourselves in the living room of the Lancelot Higgins household, which boasts that sweet, unforgettable character, Baby Snooks. Oh, oh. what a meal. Daddy! Snooks, please. I can just about stagger to that couch. I got a funny feeling in my tummy. Funny feeling? Yeah. You feel like you didn't get enough to eat? No, I feel like I don't want all I got. (laughs) Well, just drink some water and forget about it. I can't forget about it. Why not? Because I'm hungry. You just said you had too much to eat. Now you're hungry. I'm sleepy, too. Well, go to bed. (laughs) That ain't... I ain't that sleepy. (laughs) Snooks, it's Thanksgiving. Let me go through one whole evening without punishing you. All right, Daddy. You got my permission. Oh, this is a night for gratefulness, for benevolence. Look, why don't you run across the street and ask how old Mrs. Hooper is? I did, Daddy, just like you told me. What did she say? He said it's none of your business how old she is. <laughs> well, then go inside and help Mommy with the dishes. Why don't you do it? Because a man's place is not in the kitchen. Is it on the couch? Now, don't be impertinent. Just run along and stay away from that icebox. If you eat any more turkey, you'll turn into a turkey. Do I talk like a turkey? Yes. <laughs> gobble, 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 gobble. <laughs> oh, the child is right. I suppose I should go in and help the little woman with the dishes. But then why should I spoil her? I'm so clumsy, I might break one. (laughs) Thanks. Daddy! Snooks, is that your voice? Where are you? Right here. Where? All I see is this crony little turkey. You? Good heavens, Snooks. How did you get to be a turkey? He said if I eat any more, I'll turn into one. Oh, Snooks, you didn't go back for more turkey, did you? Did you? Didn't I? (laughs) And look at me. I'm covered with feathers. Could it be that I'm a turkey, too? Could that be? Could be. (laughs) Snooks, this is weird. Yeah. It's weird. Lancelot Higgins, a turkey. Gone, my bubbling laughter. My flashing smile. What can I say to the neighbors? I know, Daddy. What? Gobble, 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 gobble. <laughs> this is no time for jokes. I'm a turkey. And yet I... I don't feel like a turkey. How do you feel, Daddy? Foul. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad, eh? Daddy. What? You may be a turkey, but you ain't changed much. Oh. Why, look, Snooks. We're right in the middle of a barnyard. If I didn't know I was wide awake, I'd think I was dreaming. Daddy, there's a duck with eyeglasses. Quiet, Snooks. It may be Frank Tours. And look at that cute little chicken. Chicken, eh? Cute little chicken. Well, greetings, my feathered friends. Where is this luscious leghorn? Frank. Frank Morgan. Daddy, Mr. Morgan is a hen. Correction, my mealy mouth, little muffin. I happen to be a rooster. (laughs) Hen is the female of the species. (laughs) Bless their little heart. I'm certainly glad to see you, Frank. We are new in this barnyard. Well, I'm just visiting myself. I have a farm of my own, you know. That's funny, Daddy. He's a rooster... And he has a farm. Well, uh, what's funny about it? Do you crow in the morning to wake yourself up? <laughs> She's such a girl. Of course I have a farm with cows and chickens and ducks, and I have a prize bull that weighs 10,000 pounds. 10,000 pounds? Oh, yes. Ain't that a terrible lot of bull, Mr. Morgan? <laughs> Everywhere I go, I get the same thing. Well, see you later. I have a date with a gorgeous Guernsey at one of the local watering troughs. 
Elsie's her name. She's a model for boardings. <laughs> Goodbye, Frank. Don't get yourself into any hot water. Hot water? What have I got to worry about? I'm not a turkey. <laughs> Snooks. I didn't like that laugh. What made him laugh? Maybe his feathers tickle. <laughs> no. Snooks, do you know what day this is? Mm-hmm. It's Thanksgiving Day. Exactly. Do you know what that means? Sure, it means we're going to have turkey for dinner. No, we're the turkeys. They're going to have us for dinner. Who? Us. Well, what was that? It's a man with a gun, Daddy. It's Mr. Mudge. Mudge? Yeah. Why, of all people, he hates me. He'll wring my neck. Snooks, you've got to protect me. i got to protect you? Yes. I'm a great big heavy set bird. You're just a runt. Why don't you protect me? Don't be silly. Who'd want to eat a scrawny, sawed-off, tired-looking little turkey like you? Listen. He's got a machine gun. That ain't a machine gun, Daddy. Oh, what is it? It's your knees knocking. Oh. <laughs> Snooks, he's coming this way. Talk to him. I'll hide behind this rock. All right, Daddy. Leave it to me. Hey, you... You haven't seen a turkey around here named Lancelot Higgins. Lancelot Higgins? Yes, he's that big flannel-mouthed bag of wind who used to live next door to me. Never heard of him. Don't give me that. I know he's around somewhere. You know what I'm going to do when I catch him? You're going to stop him. Right. And then you know what I'm going to do? Uh-huh. What? You're going to kick the stuffing out of him. Exactly. <laughs> what was that? It's somebody's knees knocking. Whose knees? Flannel mouth. Aha! Uh-huh. Run, Daddy. He's after you. Snooks, stop splashing. Where are we? We're in a swimming pool, Daddy. Well, look over the side and see what's cooking. All right. Daddy! What? Uh, we're cooking. <laughs> I knew it. He's spoiling us alive. <laughs> You're going to taste awful good, Higgins. Much. You can't do it. Stop him, Daddy. You can't cook us alive. It's murder. Let me out of here. Let me out of here. Let me out. Let me out. Let me out. Daddy. Oh, Daddy. Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh. oh so it's you. Who'd you think it was? Oh. Oh. You're not a turkey, are you? Oh, Snooks, my little girl. Oh, you've never looked more adorable. <laughs> me? Yes. Come here and let, let me kiss you. Don't you feel well, Daddy? Never felt better, Snooks. And I just realized we have a lot to be thankful for. Here I've been sleeping on the couch while your mother's been doing the dishes. Well, I'm going right in and straighten up the kitchen with her. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow I'll clean up the woodwork with her. I'll think of something else for Saturday. Mommy's already thought of something. Oh, she has? How do you know? Well, she just said she was going to mop up the floor with you. <laughs> oh, I really hope Thank you, Fanny Bryce, Hanley Stafford, and Frank Morgan. Now, Dinah Shaw and the chorus join to bring us an Irving Berlin song inspired by the American spirit of thanksgiving. Oh, oh, oh. 
not better to be thankful for. For the men who bear the title of the United States Marine. And for those men who shout, Thanksgiving Day when he's a few thousand miles away from home and the cranberry sauce. But let's all be thankful anyway that we've got a country to come home to that's rich in its natural bounties and opportunities. And rich in its friendship with other nations who have proven themselves strong and helpful in hastening that day when tyranny ends. And we celebrate a real Thanksgiving. You have been listening to the Old Time Radio Hour, broadcast each week over the World Wide Web. You can subscribe at no charge through Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or RSS. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you can join us again next week for another hour of entertainment from the golden age of radio. Until then, this is your host, Justine Ward, saying so long for now. (laughs) 